Welcome to another episode of The Life of the Pride. This is your host, Shani Presley, and my co-host, Leonard Presley. (laughs) Welcome back, you guys. I hope you guys listened to our last episode. Um, Before we get started, you know we got to give you the disclaimer. We do not own the copyright to the music that you heard. Uh, We just thought it set a good atmosphere for our conversation. Um, and as always, we don't pretend to be experts in any particular field, just sharing our experiences on this journey we call life. So sit back and enjoy another episode of The Life of the Pride. All right. So hope you had a chance to listen to the last episode. And it talks about the New Year's resolution, the devils in the details. I hope you had a chance to listen to that. That was kind of rough, but we're trying to get back into the swing of things. But today we're going to be talking about the art of stillness. And the Webster's Dictionary or Wikipedia's Dictionary um, definition it's, it's for... actually Google. I, don't, <laughs> I can't give any of them credit because this one says Google. Um, but what do you think still is before I read the definition of it? Not moving. Okay. I think you read the definition and cheated a little bit. You know? <laughs> See, I, I know who she was in class in, in school. We probably cheating off the paper and stuff, getting little notes in her book. But it's okay. Uh, yes, that is the definition of still. Not moving or making a sound as an, as an adjective describing something. Okay. But if something is still, it, it, it shows deep silence and calm. Mm-hmm. That's the still I like. Is that deep, deep silence? Okay. Deep silence. Stillness is a very underappreciated, under underpursued, but extremely valuable quality in these days and times. That's why we're talking about the art of stillness because there's no real science to it. True. No one can tell you how to be still. It has to. It is very personal very and it's internal it's very internal and innate to you Mm -hmm. as to what still means for you Mm -hmm. but i don't think enough people ever pursue still i think people doesn't don't pursue still because in the life and the era that we live in everything is constant moving instant gratification if i don't get the next thing or move to the next level i'm not doing anything exactly exactly y'all you know, I heard, I can't remember where I heard this said once, but it was said that the lack of motion or a lack of movement doesn't indicate a lack of progress. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of us think, I know I, and I've been in these stages in my life where if I don't see clear and def- definitive markers that I'm moving forward, that I'm actually losing ground to some, somehow. Mm-hmm. And now in the grand scheme of things, when you're talking about careers, you want to move up the ladder, you want to move forward in life whether or 
But if there are instances where just because you're not moving doesn't mean you're not where you're supposed to be or doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Some of us look at, we think constant movement is progress. And a lot of times, constant movement just means you're lost. That's deep. That's deep. Constant movement just means you're lost. It just means you're wandering. So the art of stillness. So what do you think, what does stillness, what would stillness in life mean for you? Well, stillness in life means to think about where I am. When I look at my overall goal of where I want it to be and what my achievements should have been okay. in my vision, okay. mm-hmm. there were points where I felt that I was still because I was made to be still. So it was a force still. It was a force still. It was so you know what that's called. That's called being arrested. Why do you say that? Because that's what arrested means. It means that something forces you to stop. Your movement is restricted in that moment. Mm-hmm. And sometimes life will arrest, and not just life, but sometimes God will arrest you. Mm-hmm. He'll make you stop because we get lost in movement. But it makes you feel like you're doing something. Mm-hmm. Even though your mind, you don't realize your mind is going merry-go-round. Mm-hmm. It's going in a circle, in a circle. And you're looking at the same things, but it looks different every time you come around it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what's <laughs> funny? Because if you grew up in a neighborhood like I did, where the older kids put the smaller kids on the merry-go-round and spun you around fast until you fell off, mm-hmm. the reason stuff started looking different is because you're dizzy. Yeah. You disoriented. You know, I started to think about that. <laughs> you disoriented. You, mm-hmm. You're spinning so fast that that's, that house, that, that yellow house on the other side of the park fence within my neighborhood, it looks different because you're moving so fast and your brain stops processing. Mm-hmm. And I think so many times, a lot of times in life, we get moving so fast, chasing or, or pursuing whatever goal is the next thing. Mm-hmm. Not something inside of us. Something somebody else told us was the next thing. Mm-hmm. That we begin to be disoriented, not about what we're chasing, but about what matters and what's important and what is ultimately necessary for our fulfillment. See, and I was today I was reading this um, personality thing for dreamers. Mm-hmm. Because it says that dreamers are passionate mm-hmm. and they're um, very driven and loyal and they always see opportunities in everything mm-hmm. that they that they are pursuing, mm-hmm. and that sometimes their emotions force them into things that they didn't realize that wasn't for them. Mm-hmm. So somebody else's drive and passion for something all of a sudden becomes your drive. And passion for something. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm, so the dreamer's passion does that to them? Their em- sometimes their emotions lead them into the wrong spot. True. And that's why I think, and this is totally uh, aside from our topic a little bit. We're totally, jumping somewhere We're else. jumping a little bit up. But this is why it is very good to have a very diverse, trusted circle or network of people around you. Because dreamers 
are necessary because they see those opportunities where others may see obstacles. They'll see the opportunity. Where I was going to go with the dreamer thing is that you have to know what drives you Mm -hmm. and what's important to you where nobody, where nobody else's dream can hitchhike onto what's important to you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to, you have to protect your dream from not being polluted with somebody else's dream that uses your passion. Like they become a, a parasite. Mm-hmm. You know, they attach their wagon to your wagon because your wagon's got energy behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why you need a circle of people around you because every dreamer needs a very good person, a person that's very pragmatic, mm-hmm. who is very structured and methodical mm-hmm. because the dreamer can come up with this grand vision and scheme mm-hmm. or this van, this, this grand goal and this grand opportunity. But their passion will will end up burning them out and leading them astray if they don't have that voice that is methodical and pointed to say, okay, we can get to your dream, but this is step one. This is step two. This is the process. Because a dream without a process, is it'll stay a dream. Right. You know? But, again, this is why being still matters. Mm-hmm. Because that dreamer who has that passion, if they, if they never have that moment of stillness mm-hmm. to hear that voice, whether it's inside of them or if it's some external source that's investing in them. Mm-hmm. If they don't have the ability to be still and hear that voice, mm-hmm. then they'll miss those necessary inputs. Right. And I think in whether it be our life chasing an opportunity or whether it just be who we, whether it's just who we are as a person, mm-hmm. if we never have still moments, we will miss crucial sentinel moments and, and lessons and values because we're so busy moving. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, uh, I, I was, I remember we were watching the movie Cars mm-hmm. and they were talking about how the town that Lightning McQueen ended up in, Radiator Springs, right. was such a vibrant town before they put the interstate in. Mm-hmm. Because then Route 66 was the road and the road was windy. It was a two lane road. It wasn't the fastest mode of transportation, but people enjoyed the journey. See, like, so if you were living in Oklahoma and you were going to Los Angeles, Los Angeles was the destination. It was where you wanted to be. Mm-hmm. But because of Route 66 and it's the built-in patience you had to have, mm-hmm. the, the, the way it was constructed to make you appreciate the landscape and the way the, the you know, the Red Rocks in Arizona and all these other things, you enjoyed every step of the journey, not just the destination. Right. Then they put the interstate in, and the hardest thing about driving on most interstates is that they're featureless. There's nothing there. It's just road. That's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why people fall asleep on the interstate, because there's nothing to look at. There's nothing that you just drive. Mm-hmm. And even though it gets you there quicker, you're no richer for the for your journey. Okay. You just got to a spot. So that almost sounds like stillness. stillness allows you to grow. It allows you to grow. Think about this. You you don't see very many plants that grow in running water. That's deep. That's deep coral. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You don't see a tr- Very rarely do you see a flower, I've never seen it, growing mm-hmm. in the middle of a, a stream. They may be growing along the edge. Mm-hmm. But you never see, I mean, now you may see a tree where, you know, that's been there forever. Mm-hmm. And the river's kind of re- rerouted itself around it. Right. But running water... Is a good thing because the water's not stagnant. Right. 
But if that you don't in the middle in the midst of the current, very few things survive there. There has to be a moment where you get to the edge and be still. Mm-hmm. You know, even fish. <clears throat> so I started to think about just like when you're in you're running track, you get to a point where your body is like, I can't no more. Mm-hmm. And that's when stillness arrested mm-hmm. happens to you. Mm-hmm. But if you some people have to be arrested mm-hmm. because that's just who they are. They're wired that they're, way. Yeah. They're wired that Some way. people have to be arrested. And uh, if you listen, we're not talking about like police arrest. Police arrest. We're talking about that something forces you to stop mm-hmm. and consider where you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's just get that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Don't go out and go jump on the police <laughs> and say, I need to be arrested. Don't do that. Because then I'm not taking, I'm not bailing anybody out. Don't call me. Don't put my name in it. I'm, we're not talking about that kind of arrested. Please proceed. <laughs> but, there are times where I was, we were talking about it earlier, where you're stopped and something says stop and you can see what you want in sight mm-hmm. and you can reach for it. Mm-hmm. But something just says you need to stay here for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in life, when you see that next vision board, um, stamp mm-hmm. you want to go get it oh yeah definitely. and when something tells you to stop you have to within yourself have the ability to listen mm-hmm. to yourself mm-hmm. and that's where it becomes hard for a lot of people but that's where the art comes in yeah because art is not an exact science art is very emotional and intuitive and you have to ain't that dig. crazy we went to the art show today yeah, I was just thinking about but <laughs> it's something it's it's abstract you have to dig it out of a, it's and it's unique to every person yeah you know a lot of people can look at the same image or the same scene and you ask them to paint it or represent it it and looks totally it different. looks totally you know you may be able to make out what they're talking about or what they're painting mm-hmm. but the the details and the way it moves will be different right when it comes to being still it will be different for every person but we have to listen to that voice and I think I got this from Pastor Travis Green. It's been a while back. But he was talking one time about developing character. Mm-hmm. And that's in those moments of stillness that we develop character. In those moments where we have that time to stop and be introspective and mm-hmm. reflect on who we are, where we've come from, mm-hmm. what we've been through. And sometimes when you get to that point where you can reach that thing that seems like your next step, mm-hmm. but something says stop, to me, that's God saying, that's for you, but you're not ready yet. Ready for it. Mm-hmm. You're not ready yet. What does it say? You're, 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 what is it? You're, that your gift takes you somewhere, that your character your can't character keep you. Your character can't, yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And no one knows you best than he who created you. Right, right. And I, this is, this is my faith talking. I don't think God is too wise for coincidences. Mm-hmm. So when things work out and I'm forced to stop or, or I get to a place where I have to just stand in place for the time mm-hmm. being, I've learned, I'm learning to say, mm-hmm. okay, God, I'm here. What am I not seeing? What am I not learning? What am I not gathering? Mm-hmm. Because if you showed me that things for me, I believe you, but if you're not letting me have it, I trust you that there's a reason. So what's the reason? What's the reason? Mm-hmm. And and usually it's something in me. Mm-hmm. It's something I don't know how to do. It's something I hadn't considered to do. It's something about myself that I don't know, or it's some quality I haven't developed. And that's something about ourselves that we need to be 
honest about. Exactly. That is, it's sometimes a, a lot of things that we feel are external. Somebody else caused this. Mm-hmm. Somebody else's um, negative talking or blocking mm-hmm. caused me to be right here. But sometimes you have to say, it's me this time. It's me. It's, it's me. me. It's because I didn't listen when you told me to turn left. Mm-hmm. And I went right. Mm-hmm. It's me when you told me, you know what? You don't need to go into that meeting today. Mm-hmm. You need to go type up this paper. Exactly. You know, it's me because I didn't listen to that small voice when they told me to do this, that, mm-hmm. and that. And I was forced to be in this position. And when you said small voice, it, it, it made it it's parallel in the Bible. It's a still small oh, voice. Oh, wow. So if you're not still you're probably going to miss that voice. You're not going to hear it the way you should. Yeah. Because if if driving in a car, I was driving, I was in my truck today, and, you know, my truck's, how old is my truck now? 2007. Years old, going on 13 years old. So it's got some odd squeaks and rattles in, in some places. Mm-hmm. But, like, the other day I was driving in the truck, and, you know, I usually got my music going and blah, blah, blah. So you don't hear any of that. You're just driving along. Mm-hmm. The other day, for whatever reason, Trump said, turn the music off. And I'm turning the music off and I'm riding. I was like, is that my truck squeaking like that? Mm-hmm. I got to get that fixed. Mm-hmm. You know, but with me, okay, I'm commuting to work. I'm thinking about what I need to do to work. The music's going. That that squeak, that was a, that is a, a, a symbol of impending failure. Mm-hmm. I don't hear it if I never get to that still spot. Yeah. If I don't turn the music off, I don't hear it. Mm-hmm. I don't, and therefore I don't know it needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. So, and I think, and in a broader sp- picture, and I, I'm, again, I'm no philosopher, but when you look at today's society and pop culture, you see these people have a meteoric rise to the top of some industry or some place. Mm-hmm. They go from nobody to everything in six months. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, they have this, I mean, just ginormous flame out fall from grace. Right. Because we get so caught up in the rise that we, we, we rise, but we don't grow. Mm-hmm. And when we do, and when just like it says, your fame, your talent, your gift takes you to a place mm-hmm. and you didn't have those moments of stillness and grow and at every stage the way you're supposed to, right. that's that ability to be sustainable at that top level is not there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes your top level may not be the top level society defines for you. Right. Right. You have stillness. will call, if you learn to be still, you begin to be happy wherever that stillness is. Mm-hmm. You know, Charlie knows this about me. I like the rain. I don't. A great, a sixty-degree, overcast, mm-hmm. rain, drizzling, rainy day is one of my favorite days. Give me a seventy-six no. with a little bit of sun, where I can wear just a, a, a t-shirt and a pair of jeans, and I can just move as I please. That's my day. To me, <laughs> the rain, most people, and I think this is, the more and more I think about this, because people think I'm strange when I say that, but the more I think about it, the world is a little more still when it's raining. That's true. People don't like to be out moving about in rain. No. Nope. And I think mm-hmm. I, in, and in inside of me, when I walk out into a rain, it, it slows me down. It stops me. You know, for me, it aggravates me. Because Why? I always tell you, I like to be in the streets. Yeah, you do. You always <laughs> in the streets. I hear hustling these people. With the I like to be in the streets. And when 
the weather is not conducive for me to be out that I can move as quickly as possibly as I want to, it it grinds my gear. But you know, I think, and I know I sh- it shouldn't do that, but and, it does. And I'll be honest, I have not always been that way. But when I've gotten to a place in my career and in my family life where there is very little slow, when rain comes, it gives me it gives me that sense of calm and slow, and I enjoy it. I'll tell you, and this is a true story. It makes me feel crazy. It makes me feel as I'm at my most peaceful times I can remember recently is walking from out of my building to my car on one of those overcast, drizzly, misty days. Mm-hmm. That is the most mentally peaceful I've been. You know, when I when it starts raining and I'm home on a Saturday, what do I do? Go sit in the front porch. I go get music. a cup of tea and my little Bluetooth speaker and I go sit on the porch. Yep. Because it just stills me. Mm-hmm. And I love it. But I've not always been that way. But when my life got fast and demanding, those moments of stillness became more important. Because if we don't get them, we, that's when you hear people. And, you know, they, there's a medical diagnosis that is accepted by the centers, you know, for Medicare services, CMS, mm-hmm. for mental burnout. They have, there's a medical diagnosis for it now. But you know why we burn out? Because we never get still. Mm. You you can go in any supermarket and there's Time Magazine special editions for mindfulness. You know what mindfulness is? A allocated time to be still. Meditation. It's an allocated time to be still. Well, I guess we, I guess I can I can say my still time is just everybody be quiet. We can still be moving. Just everybody be quiet. With kids like ours, and it's and the only time. See, you get that because what? you have you have blocks of time during the week yeah. where the kids are gone. Well, and and today we I incorporated something where I made everybody read for forty five minutes, even the twins, and the whole house was quiet. Let's see, while you doing that with them, I work with uh, yeah. in a chaotic yeah. environment full of professionals. Yeah people who don't ever shut up <laughs> but they always need something they need something it's not yeah. that they're being annoying they just need something yeah you know it never stops mm-hmm. and even when everything in one area is good somebody else needs something and that's just it's the nature of being employed yeah you know so to but, get back to being the art of being still the art of being still so there's steps to being still. Okay. Let's say, for instance, you have 24 hours in a day and your day starts at 5 a.m. What are things can we put in place that can help us mentally, if it's five minutes, to be still just to see the horizon? You understand what I mean by that? I do. I do. Um, For me... If I'm walking or riding and something about the natural part of my environment, not a house, not a car, not a building, Mm -hmm. but if I'm riding and all of a sudden something in a tree catches my eye, Mm -hmm. I make it a practice. If I'm at a safe place, I can do it to stop and focus on whatever that was. If it was a bird that flew into a tree and landed, Mm -hmm. just stop and look. Mm -hmm. When it caught your eye, stop and focus on it. And you'll be surprised how still that moment is. But this is a dangerous thing. Because when you begin to intermittently 
experience those fleeting moments of stillness, mm-hmm. you're going to want more of it. It's true. You're going to want more of it's that. It's true. Because I remember you told me about a year ago when you was driving back home, you just looked up at the sky and it just like your mind just floated away. Mm-hmm. And I tried that when I was going down into town and I just looked up and I can see the hills of the the landscape going up and mm-hmm. down. That you and never all, noticed yeah, before. Yeah, and I've driven that road years mm-hmm. and something just said, look up. And I just, I don't know what was happening, but I just felt calm it, it, inside. Exactly. Because, and I guess that's where the mindfulness part of it comes in. That's why I'm not, I've never really got into meditation, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But mindfulness is something that is, for me, very e- a little more easily implemented. Mm-hmm. Because that's all, for me, that's what mindfulness boils down to. Being aware and in the moment when something like that happens. When you have that moment that draws your eye away from the rat race to be in that moment. To be present. To appreciate that moment for what it is. I was getting tires put on the truck one time and standing outside the tire place. And I was just walking around because, of course, I'm waiting. I can't sit in the waiting room because I'm so used to moving. moving yeah. I couldn't sit in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking around the parking lot, and here in Lexington, you know, there's trees. There's a, a, a main road through, and then there's just trees. Yeah. You never really pay attention. But I, as I walked down toward the back of the parking lot, I noticed that the land was slowly rolling and going up, and the, the trees were perfectly following the contour. And if I took a picture, and if I, when I looked at the picture on the phone, I said, if I sent this to someone, they, w- they would think I'm in Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains. Mm-hmm. But I never noticed it. Mm-hmm. And that's when I began to, in those moments, I walked out of my, I was walking through the courtyard at work the other day. And I looked up, and there was not a cloud in the sky. Mm-hmm. And it was the prettiest shade of blue. And it was it was one of your kind of days. It was seventy two degrees and mm. no wind and mm-hmm. nice warm sun, and I just stopped and looked and just appreciated. Mm-hmm. And those moments of still kind of helped center me, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it's an art. It's something you have to develop your own routine. Mm-hmm. Now, for people that are early risers, get up at five and don't just don't don't pick your phone up. And that's the thing. Now we have access to everything in our hand, and. It can be an addiction. It is. Before you realize it, you've been on your phone for an hour and you say, what the heck did I just Yeah, where'd the do? time go? I've watched, if I looked at the same thing for a whole, a whole hour mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm starting to learn to just, to put my phone down. Yeah. Like when the boys are talking to me, I put it down and I look at them and see their facial expression and take in everything with all my senses mm-hmm. because it's. You're building memories. You're building memories. You're building character. Mm-hmm. You're building you. Yeah. And I think that is what, that's the benefit of practicing the art of that's being true. still. Mm-hmm. Is that whether it's your career pursuit, whether it's your family relationships and family building, like that stage we're in where the kids are starting to, you know, they have their personalities and whatever. If you're not still, mm-hmm. if you don't appreciate that stillness, if you don't work at being still when it's time, mm-hmm. You're not going to fully Im- take in and enjoy and cement those moments and those memories and appreciate it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I would like to, live, even though I want to get to where I'm going and I want to have these goals accomplished and all of these sorts of things, I don't want to take the interstate through life. Mm, that's deep. I don't want to have just uh, expressway where I get to where I'm going, but there's featureless 
non-exciting, and the only time I stop is when I have to to get gas and keep going. But there's some people that's the kind of life they want. That's the kind of life. And you know what? If that's the life that is for you, if your life, if the value in your life comes from your accomplishments, then I can't tell you to change that. No. But. But I do, I do dare you. Yeah. To just try. Try it. Just try it. One of the most sobering things I read was a post on Twitter. I was on my phone. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about Steve Jobs and some of the writings toward the end of his life. I know. I feel and he so was sad talking, for him. And he said all of the things he'd accomplished and the fortune he'd amassed and the ascending to the top of the business and leadership world and, and the reputation he'd built, now that I'm dying with pancreatic cancer, none of it matters. Mm-hmm. I read that. I felt... that Those were his words. Yeah. That it, broke my heart. And it, and, but it, re- it reinforced to me, make sure you enjoy the day-to-day journey. Take the moments... Take those mental snapshots. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we were in the um, kitchen making dinner the other night. And usually when I'm in my go mode, mm-hmm. excess noise mm-hmm. bothers me. Mm-hmm. You know, and you got we got four boys. And they're loud and they're rambunctious. <laughs> you know, so they're in the living room. We're in the kitchen. And they're just, I mean, they're going to town on each other. Two of them are playing football in there. Mm-hmm. Two of them are doing Beyblade competition. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this noise is going to drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. And I heard that still for small voice said, stop and listen. Mm-hmm. So I, I was doing something. And I just stopped and I started listening. And when I listened, the joy in the conversation for the two of them that were playing football, mm-hmm. the the laughter from the two that were playing the blade blade and one one and they just burst out into this laughter. Mm-hmm. It made me smile because and that voice came back to me. What was once noise now that you're still becomes joy yes but you don't see it unless you're still yes i experienced that the other day with the boys they were just i don't know something was different that day where we were driving i said their 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 loudness doesn't bother me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i guess you said it's the art of stillness learning 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 to to build those things within yourself Mm -hmm. and enjoy the snapshots enjoy the moments enjoy find the value in the things that normally you just whiz by on your way to the next thing yeah because without stillness you can't do that and if you notice um there's an old saying i don't know where it came from but they said still water runs deep Mm -hmm. a very deep river Mm -hmm. when you look at the surface of the water it doesn't look like it's moving that fast Mm -hmm. because because the current is way down deep Mm -hmm. But it, it looks still. Yeah. So sometimes we get to running so fast, but our life is shallow. There's nothing to it. Right. You know, but when you when you allow that time for stillness, we can have those very deep and gratifying experiences. And, you know, one of the things I've said in other episodes is we're nothing more than a collection of our past experiences. Right. That's right. who that's what makes our personality what it is mm-hmm. and how we choose to react to it. You know, one of the things for me is that when I think about stillness, as I said, I don't want to reach, I asked the Lord to let me live a very long time, but I don't want to reach to 70 years old and look back at my life and said, I don't have anything to mm-hmm. be joyous for. Exactly. Very true. I, so I, 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 I'm doing better purposely slowing myself down. Even though some things are out there, like you said, I like to coupon are out there to go get You've noticed. I mm-hmm. said, you know what? No, not today. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. Very true. So the art of stillness. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to learn to be more still and to appreciate the moments of being still. And the last point we're going to make is we're way over our target time here. Right. But the last point I want to make is sometimes in that pursuit of goals or that accomplishment or that career thing where you can see that next step, mm-hmm. but you're being still, keep working on the task at hand. Right, right, right. Dedicate yourself. Even though you're being still, you're not moving forward. You're standing still. You still have something to do. You're, you're not still, moving backwards. Yeah, you're still employed, mm-hmm. you know. So, but you're you didn't get that promotion. You didn't get that next educational step. Right. But you're still you're still, but keep working. Keep mm-hmm. whatever your task is. Perfect your craft. Perfect there. your craft there. Correct. Perf- be still, but keep working. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Because there's a difference in working to improve yourself and chasing the next thing. Right. So that's another benefit of being still, because then you really get to build your craft. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the uh, an iconic image I can keep seeing in my you know I'm a, I'm a big sports fan um when Marcus Lattimore tore his ACL mm-hmm. and they showed him rehabbing he was in the stadium by himself mm-hmm. working he w- he he was still mm-hmm. he was not playing there was no game but he was still working on his craft or I saw a, a, a video of a basketball player in a gym and you know that sound when you're in an empty gym and, and you can hear the ball bouncing yeah yeah it's a still feeling mm-hmm. but it's work and you're working and you some, we have to be able to be comfortable in that spot mm-hmm. because if we don't take those stationary moments yeah. to build who we are there, mm-hmm. when we get to the next step, we're not going to be sufficient. Yeah. You know, Muhammad Ali said championships aren't won in the ring. Mm-hmm. They're won on the road at three o'clock in the dark when nobody sees you. Right. Learn how to be still mm-hmm. and still work on the task at hand. Dig for yourself. Mm-hmm. The art of stillness. That's why I said I'm glad I married you because you teach me a lot of stuff, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm still learning stuff. I'm still learning stuff. It's like I tell the boys, if you go a day and didn't learn something, you wasted a day. That's the truth. That's Even the if truth. it's on how to use a coupon or a new app on your phone, learn mm-hmm. something. Or learn how not to do something. Or, or learn to be still. Mm-hmm. Very true. All right. All right. We're gonna Sorry we up. went so long, y'all. That one got a little deep on us. It did. Well, we're going to close up, you guys. I hope y'all enjoyed this. Please post some questions. Please. Post some comments. Share, like, share, like share, share. Y'all can understand. We like talking. <laughs> so y'all talk to us. Yeah. Talk back to us. Yeah. Tell us that we talk too much or something. Yeah. Or give us something that's been on your mind and you probably want somebody else's point of view. So we're going to close with a short prayer. Lord, we thank you for another wonderful night, wonderful day. We hope that everyone that listened to this gained something and learned their own personal art of stillness. And however that may look to them, help them to enjoy it, to love it, and to be great at it. And this is... The Life of the Pride. Y'all be good. We'll see you next time. Night, night. <laughs>